Hi, everyone. Hi. Good morning. So today we're talking about the story of Zacchaeus, a famous passage from Luke 19. So in this passage, Zacchaeus, I think, gives us another perspective on why there's this theme of proclaim, right, which is this section of the DT that we're on. And the perspective is that of a spiritual seeker rather than on the part of the people who are doing the proclaiming. And I was reminded how we need to proclaim the gospel really to everyone because you just don't know who might be spiritually open. Mm. Um, And as unlikely as it may have seemed to other Jewish people, Jesus saw that Zacchaeus was spiritually open and ready to hear the gospel and receive salvation. I was thinking about even how this year as our church is going to be sending teams to Harvard, MIT, etc. And okay, maybe these people are not necessarily like Zacchaeus, but it does feel like, hmm, are they going to really respond to us? Are they open? Um, And when we go to these places where there are small schools and small student populations and a culture of elitism, I think initially it might feel hard to get through the message of the gospel. Yet we go because God wants to reach these people too. The harvest is plentiful and we just need to go to the harvest fields of these places. And I was also thinking, well, on the other hand, there are people on these different campuses that we're going to who may have climbed to the top yet felt emptiness inside of their souls. So perhaps there are different college students out there carrying with them a heavy baggage of regret or guilt, kind of like Zacchaeus probably had. Despite having made it to the top in terms of money and power as a chief tax collector, Zacchaeus probably was hated by his fellow Jews. And there likely was a feeling of loneliness amidst his ill-gotten wealth. And perhaps we will meet students who feel like Zacchaeus on these new campuses that we go to, and they will, like him, have a chance to receive Jesus joyfully. Yeah, so Jesus came to seek and save the lost, um, and Zacchaeus on the surface would not have seemed like a guy who would be seeking Jesus. So um, going off of what Helen was saying, I don't think we can trust our own first impressions of people mm-hmm. uh, because we make a lot of snap judgments concluding that so-and-so, oh, this person must not be interested because yeah. he looks like this. And uh, the other thing is um, it was the crowd that prevented Zacchaeus from seeing Jesus in mm-hmm. verse 3. And I was thinking how uh, about how during the pandemic, our virtual reach through like retreats uh, and even um, like the different language services is so much wider in part because there are people who, who are seeking uh, they're seekers of the truth, but they don't really want to deal with the church crowd, you know. Um, they can bypass the crowd and just tune in. Mm. And it's not that the church is a bad thing. I mean, of course, like the church community is meant to draw people in. But I think for some seekers, it is just a burden to physically go to a church when, um, and, you know, they, they may not feel comfortable. They mm. may not feel immediately welcome. Yeah. Um, and so what is a way for them to just tune in, they actually end up coming and, um, I was just thinking, you know, we don't want to mistake someone being closed to church or being closed to a Christian group, meaning they're spiritually closed. That's a good point, because I was thinking even like Zacchaeus, he might not have never gone to a temple, you know, because people would have like given him he dirty would not looks. have felt welcome. There. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was thinking that each of us, you know, we need to be comfortable with not like inviting people to our church or to our event, uh, but to us. Like, we need to be the ones who proclaim the gospel to them, like mm, us, yeah. in, the individual person, you know? Because for seekers, like a religious group, as soon as it's a crowd, it can become a hindrance. I was also struck by the fact that Zacchaeus illustrates for us what it's like to have a genuine encounter with Jesus. 
um, Zacchaeus is describing as seeking um, to see who Jesus was. So then he does all this stuff. He ran on ahead, climbed up into a sycamore tree. And so we see this kind of zeal and focus in trying to see Jesus. Um, maybe he's hoping to talk to him. And I was hit by how Jesus honors that kind of earnest seeking. And it leads to a genuine encounter. And so I think we also need to approach Jesus in this way. It's not just Zacchaeus, but all of us have this choice of whether or not we're going to overcome inconvenience like the crowd um, so that we can encounter Jesus. And are we willing to spend our time in an unconventional, a socially unconventional way, kind of like how Zacchaeus chose to climb a tree, which for grown men would have been socially pretty embarrassing at the time. Mm. Um, I was struck by the picture of salvation we see in Zacchaeus' life. So Jesus Jesus says, Today salvation has come to this house since he, is, he also is the son of Abraham, for the son of man came to seek and save the lost. He says this after Zacchaeus says how he's going to give away half his money to the poor and pay back four times the amount he defrauded anybody, right? So this is a man who is letting go of the very wealth that he worked so hard to achieve. And it doesn't seem like he's letting he's doing it begrudgingly Mm. Uh, there is a joy to how he gives so much of his wealth away and you know this wealth must have been for him a source of you know security for the future practically but also maybe a source of affirmation for his existence right through which he gained maybe not respect but maybe a sense of importance sense Mm. of significance and um but now that he has forgiveness of his sins from jesus and an affirmation that he also is a son of abraham he doesn't need all of the all of his wealth anymore yeah. and i was thinking how you can only be generous if you're feeling rich right like mm-hmm. um you you're, you feel like you have an abundance like rich people who don't feel rich are really stingy <laughs> and but zacchaeus was able to give up so much of his wealth because he must have felt so rich after jesus visits him and how for us um when we feel stingy you know with our time with our money uh and maybe you know we're holding on to idols and we're afraid to let go of certain things um, I think maybe part of the solution is to go before Jesus and consider all of the spiritual blessings we have in him. And uh, I was thinking about Ephesians 1 uh, that talks about spiritual blessings. And, you know, we have adoption of sons, redemption through his blood, forgiveness of our trespasses, the virtue of his grace. And uh, when we really um, kind of understand how richly blessed we are, then I think it's easier to let go of the things that we are clutching on to. All right, that's it. All right, bye. Bye.